What's up, everybody? Hello. <laughs> you got to forgive us. It is late at night on a wonderful Tuesday evening. Is it Tuesday? Are you sure? I don't even know. I went to work today thinking that it was Monday. And then oh. partway through the day, I thought maybe it was Wednesday. So we're just, I just skipped today. It's all out of whack. It's all out of whack. Which means it's time for another recording of your favorite podcast, Enter Code Podcast. (laughs) Yes, please forgive us. It is late at night here in uh, the beautiful state of Utah. And we are recording tonight because there's some pretty big video game news that we wanted to talk about as well as some toy news. Yeah. So we're going to kind of cover a lot of our interests tonight. We're covering... Some uh, the the pre-order drama with the new next-gen consoles. We're going to talk about a upcoming convention for toy collectors or scalpers, you know, whichever ones might be. Little column A, column B there. That's right, that's right. But before we get into that, as always, we want to remind you that we are Enter Code Podcast, and we are on social media. We are on Twitter and Facebook at Enter Code Pod. And we are also on Instagram, at EnterCodePodcast, and we would love your feedback. Uh, Just anything you want to contribute, you know, messages about stuff you want us to talk about, questions, concerns, uh, just general praise, general feedback. (laughs) What could we do better? (laughs) Tell us your deepest, darkest thoughts. Oh, yeah. How you really feel about us. We can make some really interesting content. Just let us know. Let us know your secrets. Yeah. Okay, don't tell us your secrets. That's too much. That's too much pressure to handle. You tell me yours, I'll tell you mine. Oh, okay. We're gonna get. We're gonna have a like a spicy episode. <laughs> just all secrets will be revealed. Uh, <laughs> no, we just we appreciate the support. We appreciate the love, and so we would love any feedback, both positive and negative, on how we can make the show better or more entertaining, or again, just talking about things that you want us to talk about. So hit us up on social media or go to our anchor.fm page. Just search Entercode Podcast. You can leave a voicemail if you want to, and it's kind of cool. We can splice it into the episode um, and just, you know, have it part of the flow of what we talk about. Yeah, be a part of our family. Be a part of it. So thank you again for joining us and... Please go. give us some feedback. So let's start off the show with uh, let's talk about some things that we have been playing or watching or trying to squeeze into our crazy hashtag dad life schedule. <laughs> um, both John and I have been playing WWE 2K Battlegrounds. So good. It is so good. Like I didn't think it was going to be this enjoyable, but I can't put it down. <laughs> it is the answer I would say to the negativity with was it last year? Yeah. Yeah. So last year, 2K brought out uh, their their latest rendition of the typical WWE 2K series. So you know they try to get as lifelike as possible and you know as realistic as possible with their games and unfortunately 2k20 was horribly horribly bugged down it bombed it bombed really bad reviews were terrible it took i want to say months to even get it to a playable state because there are so many bugs if you ever get a chance just youtube wwe 2k20 bugs they are hysterical just wrestlers going in the mat and glitching out and getting stuck in the ropes and you name it, it happened and it was bad. So 
WWE 2K Battlegrounds brings things into a more simpler arcade style wrestling game. And like John said, it is super enjoyable. What what's what's some, some of the things that you like about it, John? I just like the the over the top moves. Like, you know, a normal Hurricane Rana is not a normal Hurricane Rana. It's like you jumping halfway from across the ring. <laughs> Superman jumping off this dude's chest, coming down, landing, and you throw him and he gets eaten by an alligator. Yes. Like that kind of nonsense. And just like the weapons, like a squeaky hammer. Yes. And it actually, you hit him, goes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can even throw in like a motorcycle. I don't know if you had that yeah. chance or not. Uh, there's a level that you can play in the campaign and eventually unlock where there's literally a remote controlled ram. So you jump out and you take control of this ram for about 10, 15 seconds and he can just knock you around. Yeah, and you can't it's, hit it. It no. just, it's like after you. Yeah. It's, that it's, was very aggravating. It's hysterical. I, I'll just run. So I, the, the, the trick is you keep getting in and out of the ring. Mm -hmm. So just tag in, out, in, out, in and out, and it just kind of jumps and anyway. Yes. So the, the AI is not too challenging. Not too bad. Not Some too of the bad. characters are kind of overpowered, like your, yep. you know, your Bobby Lashley's and Brock Lesnar were mm -hmm. crazy. I mean, Jake the Snake was like kind of a pain too. Yes, he was countering everything I did. Right, right. With the, it's in in with that. There's what we're talking about is there's a campaign that is you know they have six pre-made wrestlers and you go through and you're trying to win basically get into WrestleMania. Uh, so it's it's done in kind of a comic type flavor where. Instead of like a traditional cutscene that you would get in the game, it's all like just kind of written out in, in comic book form with frames and, and word bubbles and things like that. And, you know, the story's kind of goofy, but, you know, the characters are enjoyable. Yeah. Um, they're unique. And again, it's just a way for you to make get experience points, get, get in-game currency and unlock wrestlers and... You know, it's a long path, so there's lots of good, good, solid entertainment in there. But, you know, trying to paint the picture better for you, for those, you know, from back in the day that played like the NFL Blitz and the NBA Jam, it's that type of over-the-top just ridiculousness that you'll just love. That's right. That's right. I would say, I think for me, the downside with playing this for quite some time is it feels a little, it, 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 a little empty in terms of content. So, and, and not necessarily in a bad way. I, again, I think it was a really smart move to make a simple, entertaining wrestling game. Mm -hmm. Just because the last one was so bad and it bombed so bad. It was just, let's do what we do best and make wrestling enjoyable and entertaining. So they did that, except there's a lot of things that are hidden behind paywalls. Um, where you have to purchase, or you have to use in-game currency that you earn, or of course you can do the microtransaction route and you can buy, you know, gold coins that you can do. You can't but, afford no microtransactions in this economy. I mean, luckily, you know, we got the deluxe version that came with some. Yes. Um, uh, what I'm finding is with the campaign, you earn quite a bit of money um in-game currency it, it 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 you know you can unlock quite a few characters with it you just have to be careful because literally everything is blocked behind this in-game currency so you start off with being able to make five creator wrestlers do you want to make more well you better pay up <laughs> because to open up another slot to make another creator wrestler you gotta pay you gotta pay to unlock more superstars you gotta pay to unlock 
different customization options, which comes in handy, especially if you're making multiple characters, because in this game, and this is really, really cool feature, they you can pick five different wrestling types. So you could be a high flyer, which is usually a little a guy or a girl, usually more small or limber. Or you can go into this big brawler or powerhouse. Anyway, just humongous dudes. So you have specific move sets that are 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 attached to those wrestling classes. But again, if you want to unlock the cool stuff, you gotta pay for it. So just a warning. In, in that way, the game just is it's pretty simple. There aren't a ton of modes or things like that, but Boy, if you can play with people, it is entertaining. Just over the top, super fun. Go, you know, go grab a bunch of weapons and go and just, you know, rip each other a new one. And it's hysterical. It's hysterical. Oh, yeah. Um, the wrestling, the, the announcers, you have, you know, Jerry the King Lawler, but more importantly, um, uh, Mauro. Mm-hmm. Mauro Ranallo. Mamma Mia! Mamma Mia! <laughs> Um, he unfortunately is not with WWE anymore, but he was arguably the best announcer that they had. Yes. Um, I think he's going back to just doing like Showtime boxing and, and other stuff. Um, I, I don't blame him. WWE is drama. So, (laughs) um, but he arguably, he made the NXT shows way better just with his excitement and things like that so having him do some calls in here and just oh mama mia just hysterical and just it makes it a lot of fun so that's what we've been playing um oh pro tip you ready for my pro tip Mm. pro tip of the week for any if you are purchasing this game and you're wrestling against someone who is a higher power level i wouldn't even bother to try and pin them submissions Submissions is your key to winning against Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. Oh, let's see. I just make him get counted out. Oh, you threw him out of the ring? Oh, yeah. Oh. The alligator is your friend. Okay. Wears him down, and then you just stand up there and just taunt and 10 count. Boom. Dang, that's that's two pro moves for you. Aren't you guys lucky? There you go. (laughs) Dropping knowledge. That's right. That's right. But that's what we've been playing. Have you had a chance to play anything else? I mean, I've kind of been (laughs) focusing on... I know. I know. It's been silly. I've been focusing on, on Battlegrounds a lot. I've been doing a lot of Battlegrounds and just trying to focus on my art when I can. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. It makes sense. No, we definitely recommend it. It's $39.99 on all major consoles and PC. Uh, the deluxe version gets you uh, the Rock and Stone Cold, I believe, with some al- alternate um, alternate outfits. The Attitude Era. Yes. Yep. That's and then right. I think it also gave you Ronda Rousey. Oh well, we don't but talk we don't, about that. Yeah. That's I'm just fine. saying for those that care, you know. For those, can... yes, for those that care about Ronda and and <laughs> can go to Target and buy 50 million of her action figures because no one buys them there's a lot of her and aj styles a ton a ton call them peg holders yes (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly right well let's jump into some of the big news this week um some of the big news is a little more video game related so hopefully you'll still be interested in it but um i found it very interesting so the big topic this week has been the announcement that Xbox has purchased Zenimax. Uh, oh no, sorry, brain fart. Zenimax Studios. Yeah, it was right. Zenimax Entertainment. No, just Zenimax. That's fine. Well, because I keep trying to. Say, I'm not saying Cinemax, by the way. No, Zen. That would that that would be like weird. Zenny. Zenny. 
Zenimax Media. There we go. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Professional podcast here, people. You should be very excited. Um, so on Monday, Xbox announced that they acquired Zenimax Media, better known as the parent company of Bethesda Softworks or Bethesda Studios. So to break that down for you, um, this purchase, when it co- goes through most likely quarter two of next year, because these acquisitions take some time, um, Xbox will have will be owning Bethesda Game Studios, ID Software, Zenimax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse Studios. So that's a, a beefy amount of studios. But more importantly, Xbox owns the Elder Scrolls series... Fallout series, Wolfenstein series, Doom, Dishonored, Prey, Quake, the upcoming Starfield, and many, many more. They've taken over. How much money do you think they had to spend, John? Uh, money I wish I had in my pocket. Yeah, it, it was like five ninety nine. It was free. Yeah. Yeah, it was nothing. Free, it was nothing. Five finger discount. <laughs> People, seven point five billion dollars. <laughs> Oh man, so much money. Putting that in pers- putting that m- amount of money in per- in perspective, Disney paid four billion for Star Wars to have that all, all that whole collection of movies and the franchise and the rights and all that stuff. Um, Pixar, I want to say that purchase was five and a half billion. So pretty significant price mm-hmm. for it. Um, but you know, Microsoft, they're selling computer parts. They got their fingers in all kinds of technology, whatever. That's chump change. So John, let me ask you this before I read some quotes here as a Sony fan. Oh, I knew this was coming. Yeah, baby. I, I just, are you concerned that this acquisition will keep these games as a Microsoft exclusive? Um, I think they'll work out some agreement on some of the titles being on both platforms, but I think majority of them are going to be Xbox, which is fine. Okay. I'll eventually have that console too, or I'll be able to play them on my current Xbox. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you're, you're kind of in the same headspace as I am. Not knowing, I like to try to know as much as about the game industry as I can. There's some, you know, scenes, things I just don't know about it. So in my mind... Financially, it makes more sense to have these games on all platforms, as many platforms as they can. So we know that Deathloop and Ghostwire are going to be PS5 timed exclusives. Mm-hmm. So those are two games that are going to be a part of this deal. They are they already announced, you know, Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, already announced they're going to honor that agreement, that timed exclusive agreement. I just, I can't imagine not seeing an Elder Scrolls game on all platforms. You know? Yeah, that'd be weird. It'd be very weird, right? Fallout, same thing. It's just, these games have been on all platforms. So, part of me thinks, okay, if you want to make the, uh, uh, if you want to make a biggest, the biggest splash you can financially, because, you know, 7.5 billion is is a lot. It's a lot of money. You probably want to get back as much as you can, so you want to you know, branch out and have your games on everything. I know that's going to make Xbox fans upset hearing that because, you know, 
the biggest complaint Xbox gets is exclusives, right? Mm -hmm. Where are the exclusives? Where yes. are the exclusives? All day, every day, for years and years and years. Well, now that they have exclusives, I just don't know if they're going to go that route. Because they seem to be all pro-consumer right now. You know, they have Game Pass, which is very pro-consumer. You know, pretty low price point to have access to hundreds of games. That, hey, spoiler alert, they're adding all these Bethesda games on mm -hmm. there. Can you believe that? And any new Bethesda game is going to be available day one on Game Pass. So, if you're a fan of Fallout, if you're a, a fan of Elder Scroll, and they decide to make it exclusive to Xbox and PC, well, you better get an Xbox. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't see... I, I, I don't see them being able to get their money back quickly by doing it that way. By making it exclusive. So, I, it, hmm. have you ever heard about companies usually losing money on, on consoles? The only consoles that I can think of where they lost money were they like, as far as like exclusivity or just kind of the console like, like the failing. Con uh, no, not so much as failing, but like the cost to build a console. Like I've always heard that usually companies like Sony and Xbox and and Nintendo they take a little bit of a hit, mm -hmm. where you know they may not. Like, they're going to get their money from the game's mm. sales, not from, like, selling the systems themselves. So, and and who knows? Maybe I'm wrong with these next-gen consoles. Maybe, you know, $500 is the price point, and it costs $300 to make the system. You know? So they're going to make money. Oh, they'll get the money's worth. Yeah. So it's like, I, I'm just trying to figure out what is the biggest like way what's the best way they can make their money at this point and it seems like putting it on all the platforms but you we know we shall see we shall see time will reveal all many many years ago obviously xbox bought mojang who is you know minecraft so but minecraft is on ps4 and it's actually just had an update for for playstation vr I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, yeah. I don't even think about PlayStation VR anymore. Right, right. And so, I mean, they're still moving and they're still doing updates, obviously, and for all platforms. So, time will tell. I just can't. Do you. Did, did any thought on. On. Like, this seemed like a atom bomb of a news story. No, this was huge. It was huge. Like, just all the, like. My social media was just blowing up with like everyone like, can you believe this? Oh my gosh! Yeah. And I was like, that's actually kind of sick. That's like a that's a killer move from uh -huh. them. And and no rumors. Like there was rumors about them wanting to buy other things like Warner Brothers Media. Mm -hmm. But no, there was no rumors. Nothing about this. Yeah. And they had to have been talking for a while because oh, mergers yeah. like this don't happen overnight. It takes months, years. And so the fact that they could keep it quiet, it's unbelievable. So huge news. I, I don't think, I was trying to rack my brain. I don't think we've had acquisition news like this in a long time. Without some kind of leak? Yeah. Right, right. I mean, even when like Sony bought Insomniac, for example, or um, 2K, you know, acquired Rockstar, mm -hmm. for example. Big, those are big stories, but... Yeah, I just, I don't think anyone would have thought Xbox would buy Bethesda. Like, no. Bethesda's been making games for, what, 25, 30 years? Yeah. And, I don't know. It's it just so many thoughts and so many questions about it, but it's such an exciting move. And 
Oh man, them announcing it on Monday, the day before <laughs> their pre-orders for the Xbox Series X and right. S. Wow, just anyway, power move. So Definitely a power move. We'll we'll see. How about this? What do you hope? Do you hope that they're going to keep it as exclusive, or do you hope that you'll see everything on um, on all platforms? In, in, I don't when want, it comes to Bethesda games, I mean, when Bethesda games, I don't care if they're not all on every console. Like, yeah, have some that are out there, but most of my Bethesda games that I've played have been on Xbox. Oh, okay. Like, you know, well, I mean, Elder Scroll I played on my PS3. Yeah. Well, no, I played them both. So Skyrim I played on the PlayStation, but then like Oblivion I played on my Xbox. Oh, okay. And I think I put more time on my Xbox. It just, I don't know. Yeah. It just feels smoother on the Xbox for me, so. Yeah. That's why you have more than one console, so you have options. Yes, exactly. And I, and honestly, at this age, I hope there's more options at this point. Yeah. I don't know. I yes, part because I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan of Xbox. You guys know that as you've listened to the podcast. Shocker. I know. You know. I'm not. I don't want to hide it. You know. So yeah, part of me is so sick of where's your exclusives? Where's your exclusives? Crap from from you know other fanboys, and it's like. I just want to get on social media so bad and be like, ha, suckers. Mm-mm. But at the same time, it's just, it's not fair. Like, you know, if, if they put everything on all platforms, that'd be awesome. You know, part of, you know, the, the fanboy in me also was thinking like, what if they just, just to piss off PlayStation fans, what if they just release Skyrim for PlayStation 5? <sighs> just for fun. Just like another version of Skyrim, uh, like that's all you get. You don't get the new Elder Scrolls Six. No, no you no, just no, get no. Skyrim again. Yeah, just Skyrim. How funny would that be? I would. <laughs> that would just be rude. <laughs> it would be so rude, but oh, just... people would still buy it. Though. Oh, of course they would. It's Skyrim. Like I almost want to play Skyrim again. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? I played that game so many, so many hours, and like I, I don't want to put more hours in there, but. Anyway. You do it on that new console, though. Ooh, on the new new. You gotta do it with that frame rate. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> and that mod support. Anyway, we digress. Ooh. Congratulations to Xbox, for example, for, and for Bethesda, too. That's a lot of employees that will have some financial stability. Oh, yeah. You know, being Talk a part of Talk about job their... security, oh. being part of that family. Mm-hmm. Like, that's right. heck yeah. yeah. And we need some of that security, so that's even... That's a, that's a blessing right there. Yes. Yeah. I think, the, and, and it kind of makes you wonder how many other third-party studios are thinking about that. It's like, man, if we can have Sony backing, or if we can have Microsoft or Nintendo, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, just this climate. I mean, who knows? You know, it might be the best, the best idea possible. But, um, also a lot of you know hopes and prayers for Fallout New Vegas too. No, you were never. Did you ever play New Vegas? I wasn't big into Vegas. Ooh, okay, okay. Our, but our, I, I didn't have much opportunity to play it much either. So. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Arguably, Fallout New Vegas is one of their best in the series. Oh yeah, we couldn't keep that game on the shelf. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. So now that Bethesda is part of Microsoft and they also own Obsidian, who helped make Vegas. Anyway, the memes have been great. <laughs> Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit now. So as as the story develops, you know, we'll of course bring you some some you know our reaction to it. Um, but anyway, it's it's exciting. It's exciting for gamers. Um, oh, I was gonna read you a quote. 
I can do that real quick. So, from Phil Spencer, um, who runs Xbox. So, obviously, you know, the major the major thing that he quoted was how special it was that they are part of the family. Um, but they, he said this, which was kind of nice. Um, all of our work and the foundation of our relationship with you starts with a commitment to deliver a breadth of amazing games to discover and play on Xbox. Over the last few weeks, we've been excited to share more detail on important elements of a plan we've been building towards for years. A plan that is fulfillment that is the fulfillment of a promise to you, the Xbox player, to deliver the most performant, immersive, and compatible next-generation gaming experiences and the freedom to play blockbuster games with your friends anytime, anywhere. And today is a landmark step in our journey together, talking about the Bethesda acquisition. Um, it's a landmark step in our journey together, and I'm incredibly energized by what this step means for Xbox. Please join me in welcoming all of our friends at Bethesda to Team Xbox. So, nice. just, just a, yeah, just a nice little quote of, again, kind of that reassurance that, you know, who knows, who and who knows how long this is going to last, but... Any company being pro-consumer is is just fine with us. Yes. So speaking of pro-consumer, um, <laughs> now we we knew that uh, PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X and S would be very popular. Uh, last week, <laughs> in a bit of a crazy bumble, um, pre-orders just all of a sudden appeared for the PlayStation Five, uh, and today the pre-orders for the Xbox Series X popped up on major <laughs> retailers. Can you take a wild guess on how it went, John? Um, smooth, like butter. It's... Like, everybody got a console <laughs> and everybody's happy. I didn't have friends texting me and saying, hey, are you guys taking pre-orders on these? I had bad news. We weren't. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I would say it was smooth like butter in the apocalypse. Yes. So we there's a major problem, and maybe we can discuss this for a couple minutes, but there seems to be a major problem with scalpers and with bots trying to gobble up pre-orders. And not only that, it's just the systems that are in place for both Sony and for Xbox. It just, they weren't ready for the amount of people trying to pre-order and purchase these consoles. Which, man, you know, both companies have to be excited because they, <laughs> I mean, the, the amount of demand already for both consoles got to make them happy. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, lots of errors on websites, lots of uh, infinite cart situations where just you're stuck in limbo with your Xbox or with your PlayStation in the cart until finally it's like, oh, no, we don't have any of this anymore. A lot of miscommunication of, yeah. nope, you have to wait tomorrow. Oh, just kidding. We can actually do it today. Yeah, Walmart blowing that um, pre-order date for this for the PS5. That kind of snowballed last week. And then this, today, it just didn't seem like they had enough bandwidth to handle the amount of people and, and things like that. So, of course, you know, you look on eBay right now, just search PS5 and Xbox Series X. Um, scalpers have it for, you know, $900,000, which I, is insane. I hate scalpers. Yeah, please, if you're going to listen to anything that we say, don't be tempted to buy scalper prices. These consoles are going to be available consistently. They may have pre-orders, more pre-orders open up up until November. There's a long time before these things, the, these consoles launch. And even then, consoles are going to be, there'll be plenty in stores on around Christmas and after Christmas. 
you will get yours. Do not spend thousands of dollars. Yeah, I mean, Xbox and PlayStation have both come out and said we're going to have more consoles available. Like, this isn't the only batch you're getting. That's right. That's right. Um, so for today, the I don't know what your friends were if your friends were able to get anything. Heard that Microsoft Studio was pretty good in handling the amount of people. Um, Best Buy and Amazon opened up their pre-orders late for Xbox, which was kind of interesting. Um, what, what did your friends try? What websites did your friends try? Um, that you knew about? I know one friend got lucky on Walmart, okay. and I saw another one got lucky on Amazon. Okay. The little bit that I was able to look online. Oh, gotcha. So I mean, I was like, all right, good. I'm happy for you. And they're yeah. like, did you try too? And I was like, <laughs> no, nope. I will wait. Yeah, I didn't try. Um, there was nothing pressing, you know, in terms of pre-order, like, or sorry, not even pre-order, launch titles, you know. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of games that are going to be available, but again, we've said this before, on the Xbox, it will be available on our current Xboxes, you know, those titles. So we don't have to worry about that. Um, and then some of the Sony ones, you know, for me, aren't high priority, so... Like, I'm kind of like in this thought of like, yes, I want these consoles, but I don't have to rush to get them day one. Yep. That's right. Like, I'll let you guys go and deal with the crowds and get it day one. I'll yeah. get it when I'm, when it's time. When it's ready. Yep. Yeah. When we have the money for it. Um, I, I know a guy who works retail. Yeah, I know some guys too. Do so, you? Yeah, okay. We got connections. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like such an insider because I told some friends that too. I'm like, no, I know a guy who works retail and when they get them in, he'll just put one to the side and I'll buy it. <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> we're talking about John, by the way. Um, <laughs> no up in English. Oh, sorry. Oh my gosh. I forgot to call you the super handsome chosen one. That's okay. We're tired. Ooh, you don't have to call me that. That's a mouthful right now. My word. You know what? We'll, we'll do it at the end of the show. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, yes. As we've mentioned in previous episodes, John works at RC Willie. And, you know, they won't get the Xbox or the PS5 right away. Probably a couple weeks after. Maybe a little longer. Who knows? We're shooting for a release day. That's oh, are you? Us. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of surprising. That's the most recent email is what they sent out is that we're shooting for. But don't quote me on that because things change all the oh, time. Oh, insider news. Breaking news. Breaking news. I said nothing. <laughs> we know one major retail store <laughs> in Utah <laughs> that will have it. Well, you know, the, the bad news is that John does have access to my uh, RC Willie account. So <laughs> I'm Just... charging everything in the store. No, please don't. Yep. Please don't. Let me let, let let's let's wait and see. It's not even going to be stuff for you. It's stuff that I want. I'm just going to put on your account. Oh wow! Yep. Your wife said it's okay, so we're good. Excellent. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, you better buy good stuff. You better have good taste. Uh, have you met me? I have good taste. <laughs> Hello. Except for that Sony thing, but you know that's that's that's. Uh, friendship over. Okay, I had to get one more jab in. Sorry. No, you didn't. You could have left it alone. Before I turn into a full Sony fan, I just have to get one. I had to get that jab in. So for those of you who did pre-order the console, congratulations. Good luck. Um, hopefully they don't get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I worry. Walmart seems to like overdo their their pre-orders all the time and no, then they we like want positive energy out there for all our friends that's who are true. pre-ordering that's true so we don't want them to get canceled we nope. wish you luck and may the odds forever be in your favor yes and for those who have not pre-ordered it's okay be patient keep an eye on those links because people cancel all the time 
they will get more shipments in or whatever then they'll be they'll have some allocated that you can pre-order again so do not again i repeat do not pay scalper prices it's not worth it no <laughs> well the last thing we want to talk about on this episode again we're kind of covering all of our favorites this week which is kind of fun um this upcoming weekend is the and please i hope i say it right the hasbro PulseCon 2020 you did it i'm proud of you what a mouthful hasbro PulseCon. so weird by the way, what it is, is a play on on the website, HasbroPulse.com, where they sell they, they sell the majority of their Hasbro lineup on there, but they have some exclusives on there too. Um, I will say, I'll get your thoughts on this, John. Um, today was their, their, their pre-event <laughs> show. Um, I use those words lightly because, John, what, what did we see when we watched that, that um, pre-show? We saw this was a waste of time. It was a please support support our funding for this miniature interactive game, which, you know, not to knock people that like those miniature games. I have friends that do Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like yep. that. Yep. I just that's not what I was expecting for a a teaser or a pre show. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, give me like a little teaser for like you know, give me a, a leg of like a new Marvel Legends or something. Mm-hmm. That's right. The the, the the it's supposed to be a two day event on Friday and Saturday, the twenty fifth and twenty sixth of September. And so we've been getting emails and all over social media about the sneak peek event. You don't want to miss it. And then it was thirteen minutes long about Hero Quest, and then that was it. So not a great start for Hasbro Con. But if you're a toy collector, you know, it's kind of a big deal because, you know, they have exclusives that are going to be going on sale. Uh, John and I already have marked out which ones that we really want. Um, You know, they're going to have a special edition of uh, Cobra Commander for uh, the G.I. Joe Classified series. They have uh, Ghostbusters one that I really want. They have Power Rangers one that you really want. I want all the pretty things. Give me all the shinies. All of them. All of them. So for the con, though, just as we wrap up the podcast tonight, John, I wanted to go over just kind of what they were talking about day one and day two. And you tell me what's interesting to you, if anything. Okay. So day one uh, starts again on the 25th at 11 a.m. Eastern. So it'll be 9 a.m. for us. They're starting off the show with uh, Wizards Magic. The Gathering presents Zendikar Rising Live. Uh, are you yeah magic the gathering huh huh Uh, i think i think part of john's soul just left him as i mentioned that yeah moving on okay moving on um gonna do a little dungeons and dragons presents dragon talk right after that okay moving on from there um joe magan oh gosh i'm gonna pronounce this wrong man uh man manganelio He, he played deathstroke I know the name. In the cameo. I'm pretty sure you just butchered it. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. Okay, Big Joe M. So, um, got Joe Joe M's Guide to Dungeon Masters. Could be fun. You never know. Um, after that, we're getting into the Hasbro Star Wars panel. The Hasbro Star Wars HasLab panel. So, the HasLab is usually like their stuff they're working on. Like yes. the Sentinel they were doing and yes. all that. So, that could be exciting. This is what it says. In 2018, we launched HasLab with a dream. Make the biggest vintage collection vehicle ever. The ones fans have been requesting for years. Java Sail Barge, 
uh, the Katana. Join members of the Hasbro marketing and design teams as they reveal the next Star Wars HasLab Vintage Collection Dream Project. Oh, snap. Okay. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. I'm trying not to get into Star Wars collectibles. Baby Yoda with a lightsaber. Oh, gosh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spend more money. Yes, don't, you do. No, don't jinx us. Um, after that is the Star Wars Entertainment Panel. Um, kind of talking about some exciting products inspired by Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. Um, and then to close out day one is the Hasbro Marvel Panel. So the Hasbro Marvel product experts will discuss some exciting news around Hasbro's ever-popular Marvel Legends action figure line. Viewers will also get a sneak peek of upcoming never-before-seen Marvel action figures, plus some special surprises. Uh, so day one, I mean, I know what's my favorite. What's, so much money. What, what are you thinking for day one? What do you get to tune in for? Um, I'm going to try and watch as most, much as I can, even the stuff I don't care about, because I could get excited about Dungeons and Dragons and miniatures and okay. stuff. Okay. I respect that. Uh, and I do kind of collect some of the Black Series figures. Which ones? Star Wars. Oh, you do? I do. Which ones do you have? Uh, got, just got the new Vader. Got a couple of the Mandalorian. Well, I got the new Mandalorians coming out in December. Got that pre-ordered. Lucky. Hey, man, I just follow the links on our Facebook groups. <sighs> Uh, I don't want to spend the money. <laughs> yeah. But I don't do all of them. I just kind of pick and choose. Yeah, good call. But if, you know, from everything I'm seeing where Target is clearing a bunch of them out, I might go and pick those up. Oh, yeah. Good call. Yeah, if you remember our uh, toy podcast episode a while back, remember to, to don't go outside your means. And if you're going to collect, you know, collect the ones that you really want and that you can afford and don't go crazy. Yes. You know, as we're finding, as you just said, the, um, oh... Sorry, I had I, I my my wonderful wife brought me some water because she's the best. Shout out Manuela. But she also just gave him the death look because he said, "Don't go without your means, and you know, stay within a certain area." Oh yeah, she's laughing at that one. Oh yeah. 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 He, he he says he has a figure budget, but he no. Okay, first of all, dude, <laughs> I do have a budget. Uh huh. Oh my gosh. Okay, moving on. We're not yeah. going to get into this. How's that budget work out for you? <laughs> it's not working out well. Uh-huh. That That's for sure. Okay. Day one, I think I'm going to watch just the Marvel panel. Um, <laughs> trying to stay within my budget, man. If I get excited for these other stuff, then I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble. Everything in moderation, man. Oh, that is true. Everything in moderation. That's, that's what I'm worried about for day two. So, you ready for this lineup for day two? Oh, day two, I'll be at work, so I won't be able to see any of it. Yeah, it's going to... Oh, and it's starting early, too. So, 10 a.m. Eastern. So, 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 7 a.m. Pacific. Which is kind of crazy, because the first panel is the G.I. Joe panel. Oh, I have to watch that. Uh Uh-huh. Even more news and reveals are waiting for you during the G.I. Joe event at Hasbro PulseCon. Um, Sorry, I've been reading the the panel descriptions on um, HasbroPulse.com. So go ahead and check it out if, 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 if you want some more details. But um, for the G.I. Joe panel, it says tune in and be the first to see new items. Find out which characters will be launched next and get a peek inside our development process directly from our team. And if knowing is half the battle, you're going to want to join in for G.I. Joe trivia and show off your expertise. Plus a special appearance from Henry Golding, the star of the upcoming film Snake Eyes. So don't miss all the fun surprises. Blah, blah, blah. Yo, Joe. 
Sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Yo, Joe. Sorry. Wow. There was no excitement in that whatsoever. I know. I was running out of breath. Um, <laughs> so I, I feel like I have this like cough that I got to get out. And so I'm like trying to. He doesn't have the Rona. I promise. No, I don't have the Rona. I have fat guy disease. That's just anyway. Sometimes you got to get a drink of water every once in a while, you know, uh, <laughs> then you get out of breath. Um, <laughs> okay, moving on. Sorry. Um, I'm getting daggers from both parties in this room. Um, obviously, you got to watch that. They're going to announce the next wave. There's some very intriguing rumors about what they're going to announce. I'm just really hoping that the exclusive stuff is going to be not as crazy as these current ones. It's all going to be crazy. And I know. Again, we're going to have to battle the scalpers. But thankfully, at least during this, it's one per customer. Yes, that's so right. So that should help with the scalpers that only yeah. we get what we want, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, right now, if you are a premium Hasbro Pulse member, uh, 10 a.m., well, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So 12, 12 p.m. Pacific. Uh, oh, wow. 12 p.m. Eastern those premium members will have a chance to purchase uh some of the uh hasbro con exclusive uh hasbro pulse con exclusive toys um regular you know those other ones that can you know will have them available on thursday um but these announcements i don't know i don't know if they're gonna have anything pre-order like available for pre-order or whatnot but yeah that gi joe panel is gonna be an early one and we're gonna want to be up early for that one Tune don't want to miss that um yeah the, the the reason why i chuckle about the exclusive stuff is just for those collectors who have been trying to get the target exclusive toys like you know the cobra trooper and, and things like that it's been a pain such a pain trying to find some of those exclusive ones just to find one yeah like just one it's crazy and you see people posting online they have like a whole army of them and you're uh-huh. just like I, I hate you i mean kudos to you for being able to do that but yeah what about me i know i know and, you know and, and i get it they want to do like the whole army thing and you know set it up and make it look cool but yeah it just can we can we just have everyone get one and then you can buy extras yes. i just want one that's all i want um following the gi joe panel we have the transformers war for cybertron kingdom toy reveal and then after that is the Transformers Entertainment Panel. And then after that is the voices that inspired generations of Transformers fans, which I'm assuming is Peter Cullen and Frank Welker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So so we're going to get, you know, Megatron and Optimus Prime's voice actors. And they'll talk and it'll be great because, you know, they, they, they're... They're usually on the con scene, convention mm-hmm. scene, um, and they're great. So they're fantastic. Um, anything Transformers that you're excited for or interested in? I love Transformers. I mean, I stopped collecting. Well, I never really got into collecting them, but that's yeah. part of my childhood. So there's a lot of fond memories in there. I still remember the Transformers movie and Optimus dying. Oh, like, yeah. Painful. Oh. As a kid? Yeah. That's just... That's just like, wow, just right in the jugular. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they they had no chill for kids. I mean, it's like, spoiler alert, he came back, but still, you didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> you guys are going to learn about life and death early on. You're going to get used to it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not... I respect Transformers a great deal, but I'm not a huge fan. Um, Fair so, enough. You know, the one I was really tempted was the, the dumb one that's in the shape of the Top Gun 
you know, Mavericks Top oh, Gun yeah, fighter. The, the volleyball. And it comes with and, a volleyball, yeah. and it's so dumb. And it's like, why do I want that? But I want because it because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It comes with a volleyball. Like, come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's how you. That's how you get my money, Hasbro, just by making really silly things like the GI Joe Destro, the 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 money Destro, aka Pimp Destro. Where he's in gold with sunglasses and flaming money and a snow leopard cape. And, you know, he's a pimp. Yeah. Yeah. Did, is it, do I have it on pre-order? Yes, I do. Yeah, he nope. does. And is he trying to convince me to do it too? Yeah, he is. Trying to. but peer pressure. No, I'm probably going to regret getting this and not the classic Destro, but... I'll eh, we'll get that to. eventually. Eventually. Oh, I hope it goes on sale. Anyway, um... After the Transformers panels, we have a Ghostbuster panel. So I, out of, you know, John and I, I'm probably the bigger Ghostbusters fan. Yes. But the, the, the toys they made recently are really good quality. So, you know, as a collector, they're really, really cool. And so they have some interesting tidbits here for this panel. Um, part one is classic Ghostbusters. So they're going to be um, kind of, they have Ernie Hudson joining this panel and they're going to be answering some fan questions, talking about why they love the movie, things like that. Um, part two, they're going to have the, the Ghostbusters brand team. And they're going to kind of look at um, some of the stuff from real Ghostbusters toy line from Kenner. Um, behind the scenes sculpting with another member of the team. Um, and then you'll... Like, so it's more of like a... Um, not a callback. What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, yeah, yeah, to the development team of the past and also the current team. And they and they are going to give a sneak peek at what the next Kenner Real Ghostbuster toys will look like when it hits the shelves. So kind of interesting. However, <laughs> the third part of this panel, it's going to have Jason Reitman and it's going to still have the the development team of the toys. Um, they're going to end the panel with a nod to the future. The new Ghostbusters Afterlife feature film come to theaters in March 2021. Uh, Jason Reitman, who's, you know, Academy Award nominated, he's the, the director of Ghostbusters Afterlife, will take you on a tour of the Ecto-1 that was used in the new film. He'll end his tour with an exciting reveal. You'll then hear from the Hasbro team about the next toy inspired by Ghostbusters Afterlife film to hit shelves. It's going to be an Ecto-1 that your figures can fit in. I know it. <sighs> Gosh, I call it. How much? You money, heard it here first. How much money am I spending? Three hundred dollars. Oh no! Please, no, please. Okay, one fifty. Okay, I'm gonna say one hundred eighty to a hundred. Thank you. Okay. Max one fifty. Oh, okay. Well, I just I'm gonna have to save a couple months, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Mama makes that money, so. That's right. Get that, my girl. <laughs> I um I, I I'm feeling the same way. Just the way they worded it, where they're gonna take you on a tour of the Ecto One, and then have an exciting reveal. I think the one thing that's gonna really tick me off if they do the kick the like their little Kickstarter program like they did with Sentinel mm -hmm. and do it for the Ecto One, that I would make see me that happening. Oh, that would make me so mad. Why? Because you know you're gonna contribute. No, because then it's gonna be like three hundred dollars, bro. Three hundred. I can't. No, I can't. Bro. I can't. Bro. It's Ghostbusters. It's you. I hate you so much. I love you too. Um, I'm putting out a call for a new co-host. So if anyone's interested, please uh, go ahead and write me in. I love you. 
<clears throat> I take it back. I take it back, everybody. It's okay. See, see we're going off it's, the rails. It's been fun. I gotta hurry. I'm really, we're going off the rails. Yeah, uh, you're right. I'm probably gonna. Oh, I hate it when you're right. Anyway. <laughs> I don't hate it when I'm right. I'm. If 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 it is what we think it is, and it is Ecto One, and it can fit all the figures. Oh my goodness. And if they have the same detail that they have added to the characters that they've done in the first wave. I mean, it's going to be a dream come true. If it makes you feel any better, I'd probably be tempted to get that too, mm -hmm. because I have the figures too. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day. There's just a lack of vehicles for... Figures. Oh, dude. Yeah, we, we got a comment from uh, the one and only Manuela Welch. Go ahead. Oh, I just said Merry Christmas, honey. Yes. Merry, like, Christmas for the next three years, depending on what the price is. It'd be worth it. <laughs> Merry Christmas, happy birthday. Merry Christmas, Hansa Quantico. Yeah, for, for about three years. Just just depends. So, yeah, I we were talking, John and I were talking about the fact that there's just a lack of vehicles for these six-inch figures. So, we're really hoping that, you know, they can rectify that and not make it a whole lot of money. Well, the last two panels consider are, you know, right up John's alley where it's going to be the Power Rangers panels. So the first one um, will feature, and I'm going to read this, more phenomenal news and brand announcements across new Power Rangers products. Be the first to see new Power Rangers Lightning Collection figures and other products yet to hit the shelves, as well as sneak peeks of upcoming items. All of this exciting news will be followed by Q&A with the design team. So I know you're excited about that. What? No. <laughs> are there any, because I admit that there are... A lot of the Lightning Collection, um, they have a lot of figures so far. Are there any that they're missing that you would like to see? Oh, there's a lot because they keep reissuing a lot of the figures. Mm. But there's full teams they haven't even done. Like we've got full MMPR, but we don't have full Zeo. We got In Space, Turbo, all those. Like you got the Six Rangers, a bunch yeah. more villains they could do. Like yeah. there's a whole library of Power Ranger characters that they could do. Wonder, and they haven't yet. I wonder if they're going to... They probably won't. But it would be interesting to hear the thought process on what they've announced. You know, or how they've issued out, you know, which figure, you know, is which. Because, yeah, it's it's like a mix of a lot of different rangers. But, you know, you think you would start with... Okay, wave one is MMPR. Wave two is Zeo. Wave three is Rangers in Space. Right? You know what I mean? Like... You think you'd kind of theme it to nah, the series? Nah, they just wanted. I guess they're trying to test the water and see which ones are popular. That's a good point. That's a good point. See, this is why I don't run a multi-million-dollar company like Hasbro, because I'd probably make stupid decisions like that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yes. So the last. Uh, one, the last panel is an entertainment panel for Power Rangers. So the cast of the Power Rangers Beast Morphers show will be reuniting live, sharing behind-the-scenes stories from the set, and talking about what life has been like as a Power Ranger. Um, it will feature never-foreseen footage and live Q&A. Um, they're going to make... Uh, <laughs> And then this is interesting. If that's not enough, we'll be making a historic announcement, or should we say prehistoric? The I mean, next they, incarnation of Power Rangers. You think of the next show? Oh yeah, they've yeah. been talking about it for a while. We're getting dinosaurs again, I think. Oh, that might that would be okay, I think. Yeah. Um. So with those panels, I think we kind of mentioned already what we're excited for, but you know, for us, both of us, GI Joe for sure oh yeah um ghostbusters for me power rangers for you yeah um, and then we'll just kind of see in between what they announce and what speaks to us yeah i, th I think the way this can be successful 
is if they do have some kind of options for pre-orders. Because, you know, today's sneak peek was just a letdown. You know, not, not, it's just that hero quest and the fact that, you know, oh, we're going to try to get a million dollars to make this work. <laughs> it's like, come on now. I wish them luck. Yeah, I know, right? Um, there's going to be a lot of special guests. I've already mentioned some of them, but um, John Cena, you know, I mean, he'll be there, but you won't see him. So, <laughs> Cena puns. <laughs> Cena puns. Um, we can have some musical guests. So, uh, Fallout Boy. Black Eyed Peas. Or not Black Eyed Peas. Black, Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> wow. My brain just went somewhere else. I'm sorry, people. Uh, dude, what if Fergie's a fan of G.I. Joe, man? Like, no, what sorry. if? Tenacious D. That's yes. who's going to be there. Oh, Tenacious D. And then Lights. Don't know band. who that is. They played. I remember hearing a live performance at the Game Awards last year. Mm. Pretty, pretty good band. Pretty talented. Again, they're gonna be there and cool. Good for them. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, to close out, should I tell you my tenacious D story? We got time for that. Um, I think we do. We're wrapping up the show. Yeah, yeah. It, it's do only they want to hear that? It's Are only you sure. It's only gonna take thirty minutes. So, I was born and raised in California. Okay. Now, Tenacious D, they were going on a concert tour. And so I thought it'd be a fun idea to go to their concert live in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I walk in, I kid you not, the haze of smoke that was like seeping out the doors. It's like, oh boy, what did I get myself into? So, you know, we we find a... um, let's say a clearer vantage point where all those potheads can be down on, you know, (laughs) have their area. And, um, I don't have to deal with that anyway. Surprisingly, Tenacious D was one of the best concerts I've ever seen. Like they are so good live. And I, I respect bands that, you know, sound kind of like their studio albums because you know how studio albums are really mixed in and and you know there's a lot to it um, a lot of engineering that goes into to make you know their songs sound really really good and sometimes live you know the vocals aren't quite there or the timing's off or things like that man they're just on point and harmonies are good songs are good anyway so just be careful watching concerts in in san francisco (laughs) um not all concerts just you know ones featuring the d because you know you just got to find a separate area where the potheads can be and then where you can be that's fair yeah Sound advice from uh, from from your friend Ryan. Anyway, <laughs> that is all the time we have for today. Um, we would love your feedback, especially if you're going to be watching PulseCon. Um, oh gosh, I see. I keep doing this. Hasbro PulseCon 2020. I got to get the name right, man. Yeah, PulseCon's fine. You it's can just, shorten uh, it. You don't have to say the whole it's thing. It's such a long name. But I mean, if you're interested in in any collecting at all, it'd be fun to hear your thoughts. If you're excited for PulseCon. If you're not excited, you know, we totally get that. Um, But would love to also hear your feedback about pre-ordering the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox. How did it go for you? Did it go well? Were you able to to get one? Are you waiting for your, uh, your, your, your friend john jefferson jr to sell you one at your local rc willie <laughs> i know i am <laughs> why are you trying to put them demons on me they are going to come and be like you got it that's right i need my fix i need it i need it bad <laughs> no we would love to hear your feedback so 
Uh, again, find us on social media. We are at Intercode Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Also on Instagram, we are at Intercode Podcast. And you can find us on Anchor.fm. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know what you think. So Tell us how you feel. Tell us how you feel. We want to know your feelings. We want to know how you're doing. We yeah. hope you're all doing good. We all hope you're all doing good. We hope you enjoy what you hear from us. Like We're just here to make you laugh and take you on our crazy journey of That's our right. hobbies and oh, gosh. our frustrations with scalpers. It's, oh, scalpers. The worst. This week has been like like a just a bad scalper week i don't want to talk about it you know toys and xbox and i just oh even computer parts with that new uh graphics card the 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 3080 like that that was another debacle that people couldn't buy it because scalpers bought them all i just want to punch scalpers in the face i just i can't i can't stand it um hopefully as if you're collecting or doing anything you can avoid scalpers and be happy and be just fun consumers they don't have to worry about that anyway that's all the time we have i'm ryan welsh we are Entercode podcast of course triple j john jefferson jr joining me aka super handsome say it chosen one chosen, yes thank you <laughs> i almost said it i said it right in the beginning of the show that's all that matters anyway we uh we love you guys thank you so much for tuning in we appreciate it and we'll see you next time later right. later bye guys